Find out what happens when a boy named Aladdin is tricked into going into a cave by an evil wizard. Aladdin and the Magic Lamp Once upon a time, there lived a thoughtless boy named Aladdin. He never helped his poor mother, but instead laughed and sang all the time. One day, as Aladdin was playing with his friends, a stranger appeared. I am your uncle, the stranger said. Come with me, and I will show you wonders. The stranger was not really Aladdin's uncle. He was an evil wizard. The wizard led Aladdin out of the city and far into the desert. At a certain spot, he stopped and shouted, Alakazam! With a roar, the earth opened before him. Now jump down, said the wizard. In the cave, you will find a lamp. Bring it here. Aladdin did as the wizard told him. Hand the lamp to me, said the wizard. First, pull me up, said Aladdin, or else you may take the lamp and leave me behind. The wizard was so angry, he stamped his foot in rage. The desert sands closed over Aladdin's head. Now Aladdin was trapped in the cave. What will become of me, he cried. His hands, shaking with fear, rubbed against the lamp. Whoosh! A genie appeared. I am the genie of the lamp, the genie said. How may I serve you? Take me home, Aladdin replied. In the wink of an eye, Aladdin was home again. One day soon after, Aladdin saw a beautiful princess and loved her at once. Off went Aladdin's mother, but the Sultan, who was greedy, said, First, let Aladdin send me forty golden bowls filled with jewels. Aladdin laughed when he heard the Sultan's words. He rubbed the lamp and told the genie his wish. The genie caused 40 servants to appear, each carrying a golden bowl. Aladdin and his mother rode behind them in splendor. All this show made the Sultan greedier still. Before you can marry my daughter, he said, you must build her a great palace. Aladdin went home, rubbed the lamp, and told the genie his wish. 
Next morning, when the Sultan awoke, a huge marble palace stood in his backyard. The marriage took place that very day. News of Aladdin's good fortune soon reached the evil wizard in his own distant land. I must get that lamp, the wizard said as he set out for Aladdin's city. The wizard waited until Aladdin was away from home. Then he dressed as an old peddler. New lamps for old, cried the peddler. The princess heard his strange cry. She did not know the magic of Aladdin's lamp. Here, peddler, she called, holding out the lamp. Give me a new lamp for this old one. The wizard changed lamps with the princess and joyfully sped away with his prize. He rubbed it and the genie appeared. Carry Aladdin's palace to my country, the wizard commanded. Whoosh! It was done. Next morning, when Aladdin returned home, his palace was gone. And so was his princess. Aladdin searched the world until he heard people talk of a marble palace that had sprung up overnight. Soon Aladdin was climbing through a palace window. The princess was overjoyed to see him. Put this potion in the wizard's drink, Aladdin said. I will hide until you do. At dinner time, the princess gave the wizard the potion. As the wizard fell into a deep sleep, the lamp slipped from his robe. Aladdin sprang from his hiding place, grabbed the lamp, and rubbed it. How may I serve you? asked the genie. Take us home, said Aladdin. The genie picked up the palace and sped with it through the night sky. Soon, Aladdin's palace was back in its rightful place, and the evil wizard was led away in chains. And Aladdin and his princess lived happily ever after. What would you wish for if a genie granted you three wishes? For our second story, we're going to meet Jack a little boy who goes on an adventure after he wakes up to find a giant beanstalk in his backyard. Jack and the Beanstalk Once upon a time, there was a poor boy named Jack. He and his mother were so poor they didn't even have enough to eat. One day, when there was nothing left at all, Jack set out for the market to sell the family cow. As he went on his way, Jack met an old man who offered him magic beans in exchange for the cow. Magic beans, thought Jack. Won't mother be surprised? And so he happily accepted the five small beans. But when Jack reached home and showed his mother the magic beans, she was furious. How could you sell our cow for those worthless beans, she cried. There aren't even enough of them to eat. She snatched the beans from Jack and tossed them out the window. Jack hung his head in shame. 
The next day, just before sunrise, Jack woke up and discovered a giant beanstalk growing right outside the window. The beans were magical after all, thought Jack. Jack decided to climb the beanstalk to see where it might lead. Up, up, up he climbed through the morning mist and clouds. At the top, he found a road that led to a castle. A lady giant was working in the castle garden. Excuse me, said Jack. I'm hungry. Could you please give me something to eat? Very well, she said. But don't let my husband see you, for he likes to have little boys for breakfast. Inside, Jack happily munched on a piece of toast until he heard the thunder of giant footsteps. The giant's wife hid Jack inside the oven and busied herself setting the table. Fee-fi-fo-fum! I smell the blood of a little one, said the giant. You're mistaken, said his wife. You're smelling the bones of the boy you had for supper yesterday. Luckily, he believed her. The giant ate a huge meal and fell asleep. From his hiding place, Jack noticed a bag of gold coins lying on the table. Silently, Jack crept over to the table and grabbed the bag of coins. Then he slipped out of the castle door, raced back to the beanstalk, and made his way home. Jack and his mother ate very well for a time. Then one day Jack reached into the bag of coins and discovered that there were none left. Once again, he and his mother were in need. Jack decided to return to the giant's castle. Perhaps I will find more gold there, he thought. Jack climbed back up the beanstalk and asked the giant's wife for something to eat. I once fed a boy who stole my husband's bag of gold, she replied, squinting at him. I've heard of that boy, said Jack, for he realized that she did not recognize him. I'd remember his name if I weren't so hungry. And so the giant's wife decided that she would feed him. Moments later, Jack heard the thunder of giant footsteps and a booming fee-fi-fo-fum. He ran to hide behind the oven door. After the giant had eaten, his wife set before him a goose that laid golden eggs. Jack waited until he heard the giant snoring, then grabbed the magic goose and tiptoed out the castle door. Once home, he asked the goose to lay a golden egg, and to his amazement, the goose did. Surely our worries are over, thought Jack. But one morning, the magic goose stopped laying eggs. 
and Jack couldn't understand why. The answer must be in the castle, thought Jack, so he decided to travel there once more. This time, Jack entered the castle on his own and hid in a copper pot. From there, he heard the giant say, Fee-fi-fo-fum. Jack peeked out and saw him sitting at the table with a golden harp that sang to him. As soon as the giant was asleep, Jack grabbed the golden harp and ran. But the harp called out, Master, Master, and woke the giant before Jack could escape. Jack ran faster than the wind. But even so, the giant was quickly catching up. Jack made good time down the beanstalk. But so did the giant. The earth was still a few feet away. Jack saw his mother and called out, Bring me an axe! Hurry! As soon as he hit the ground, Jack grabbed the axe and swung it with all his might, cutting into the trunk of the beanstalk. One, two, three whacks were all it took. Then down came the beanstalk and the giant, both crashing to the earth below. The golden harp enjoyed its new home and sang happily each morning. And once again, the magic goose laid her golden eggs. At last, the days of worry were over for Jack and his mother, and they lived happily ever after. This has been brought to you by Twin Sisters Digital Media and Evergreen Podcasts. Be sure to hit subscribe. Parents, for an opportunity to win a $50 gift card, find us on Facebook by searching Twin Sisters Digital Media. Follow our page. Then just like and share our latest post. The winners will be announced on Facebook a week later. If your children enjoyed these songs and stories, go to TwinSisters.com to find even more ways for them to sing and learn. Be sure to subscribe to our newsletter for our free download of the day giveaways and promotions on exciting new digital learning content like these and much more. And visit our friends at evergreenpodcasts.com. Thank you for joining us at Storytime Anytime. I'm Anne Marie Kelly. Wild Precious Life is a podcast about dreaming big, digging in and connecting across distance, division, and loss. In each episode, I talk with prize-winning writers, musicians, and wanderers who remind all of us how we can make the most of the time we have. So meet me here. Let's walk and talk and dream and discover what it means to be wild, precious, and brave. <laughs>